Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala Resulullah ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecma'in. One of the, uh, one of the words that Allah uses to, uh, to describe our deen is, uh, is khalis. It's something pure. It's uh, the same term that's used elsewhere in the Quran. So in Surah Zumar, Allah says, Ala lillahi dinul khalis. And then in Surah An-Nahl, Allah uses the same word to refer to milk. And it's, it's very interesting when you look at the ayah in Surah An-Nahl, when Allah talks about milk, Allah says that it comes, even though it may be surrounded by filth and blood, pure milk will still come out of the cow and it's palatable for, for those to drink. It's nourishing for those to drink. It's pure for those to drink. And the, the symbolism is clear and the symbolism is pure and the symbolism is beautiful that, that the two can be compared to each other. When you think of pure milk, one example that can come to mind is this idea of our deen, this idea of Islam. It's pure, it's simple, it's beautiful, it's nourishing. And the ayah from Surah An-Nahl also reminds us that even if somebody is going through quote-unquote filth in their lives or they may be dealing with quote-unquote you know, issues with their blood relatives, right? There may be different struggles, but the idea, what the ayah is telling us, hang on to your deen. Hang on to your deen. And if you hang on to your deen, which is pure as milk, then you will make it through those challenges that you're going through. And when you think about it, when the udder of the, of the cow is milked, what you end up getting as the end result, you only get milk. The filth doesn't come out with it. The blood doesn't come out with it. You end up getting exactly what you need. So internally, there may be different challenges and you know, different things going on. But the idea is if we can hang on to our deen and to, to, to try to keep it sincere, to keep it sincere, Surah Al-Ikhlas, to keep it sincere for the one. It's very interesting. That surah is known as Surah Al-Ikhlas. Usually you find the name of the surah somewhere in the surah, typically, right? Generally speaking, Surah Al-Baqarah, you find the story about the Baqarah and Prophet Musa alayhi salam. Surah Ali Imran, you have different ayat regarding the family of, of Imran alayhi salam. You don't find the word ikhlas in it, right? It's such a short but beautifully succinct surah that describes this is, this is what we believe. This is pure iman for the believer. The idea is for us to maintain our sincerity for the one we should be sincere for in general and especially if we can manage to hang on to that purity of faith to hang on to that sincerity in our deen as we're going through different challenges in our lives, then if we can manage to do so, then we will come out the other side, bi'ithnillah, in good shape, in a good standing with Allah Azza wa Jal. In order for us to get there though, we have to do our part. We have to do our part. We all know this. We have to tie our camel and then we trust Allah. We make our dua, but we also act responsibly. Right? It's not enough to just say, okay, I, I'm a sincere Muslim and I sincerely believe in the six articles of Iman and you know, I practice the five pillars of Islam and sincerity is needed, right? It's not just praying, but praying with sincerity, for example. There has to be this holistic picture, this complete understanding. If we do want to make it through, we have to do our part to try to facilitate that process. Look at Surah Al-Fatiha. 
You have both gratitude, alhamdulillah, for what I have, but there's also ambition. I want to continue to strive for Allah to go down the straight path, and I need Allah to guide me down that straight path as I take sincere steps for Him and towards Him, but I, I, I need to keep walking. I can't just know the direction, but I have to take action responsibly as best I can. I want to conclude with, with one beautiful uh, dhikr of the Prophet. He encouraged us to say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in the morning and in the evening, it's very short, but the benefit is, is, is very powerful. The Prophet taught us that whoever says, and of course we have to couple this with responsible action with tying our camel, not instead. The Prophet taught us that whoever says, three times in the morning, then they'll be protected that day. If they say it in the evening, they'll be protected that evening until morning. And this is one of the most, it's a totally different topic. This is one of the most powerful adhkar when it comes to the world of the unseen, when it comes to ayn, evil eye, when it comes to hasad, envy, when it comes to black magic, when it comes to, you have a bunch of stories out there. We're not getting into that now, but the point is, as powerful as this dhikr is, as powerful as it is, we still have to take action. We still have to do our part responsibly, whether it's masking up, whether it's getting vaccinated, whether it's this, that, or the other. We have to do our part. And some people may think that, but if I get vaccinated, it means I don't trust Allah. But then how do we understand the hadith of the Prophet? The Prophet said, tie your camel, then trust Allah. He didn't say, not tying your camel is exactly how you trust Allah. So we can't confuse the two. We need to balance, we need to balance our effort with trusting Allah Azza wa Jal. We ask Allah for sincerity in our faith. We ask Allah to help, it, to help us to make it through the different challenges that we may have. And we ask Allah to gather all of us in paradise where we have beautiful rivers of water and milk and wine. Of course, the halal Jannah version and honey. May Allah gather all of us there. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.